Welcome, welcome, welcome to Take My Life to Ten podcast show with your host, Tracy Horton, life and career resolution strategist. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are winding down the series of how African-American women can navigate the workplace and survive series. We are now on to number three, which is you do not have to be paranoid about racism, but you need to be aware of it. So I'm just going to touch on not really getting into racism in the workplace. That's a whole other series, but it's just a matter of trying to help you identify if you're maybe dealing with a true racist or if you're just dealing with someone that's not used to dealing with your race. So there's intentional racism, unintentional racism. So unintentional racism is, like I was explaining in the other chapters, where those people who really don't have a lot of experience working with African-Americans or being around African-Americans. Because I've this is a guy I work with. He's the sweetest person you, you ever want to know. And sometimes he say the dumbest stuff. And he's very transparent about his ignorance because he'll sit there and tell you, I was raised in a all white community. You know, I did not meet black people until I went away to college. So there's a lot of things he's not aware of. So he's still learning. So we don't get mad at him. We just educate him. And he will sit there and he will listen and he'll be like, okay, okay, okay. I got it. Okay, so don't say this and, and don't say that. I got it. I got it. And it's kind of funny. But, you know, what some people who don't know him would think that he was a racist. And he's not. He's just someone that doesn't really know a lot about the black culture. So people that I feel do things unintentionally are the people that's never really been raised around black people or they had very limited access to black people. So those people are nice. They speak, they're friendly, they help you, they look out for you, but sometimes they just do some stuff that we view as unacceptable. But you have to have patience with those people because those are the people that you actually can sit down and have a conversation with. And those are the ones that will sit there and apologize and do everything in their power not to do it again. And will let you know where they got it from. And is very open and honest about it. And they will apologize. They will, It won't happen again. And if they it does happen again, a lot of times they catch themselves doing it before you even have to point it out to them and they try and make amends and do better. So that's why it's, you have to be very patient with people and try and figure out where they're actually coming from before you become offended to the point that it affects a work relationship. So that's why it's important for you to be aware that racism can exist in the workplace, but you have to also be aware of when and how and how to navigate and with dealing with people that you're perceiving to be racist. And sometimes it's a culture thing. Sometimes it's a comfort thing. Sometimes it's not that they're racist. It's just that they're not comfortable because you're not familiar to them. 
they're not used to dealing with you or talking to you or you intimidate them. Intimidation is a real thing, especially when dealing with black females. A lot of people are very intimidated of the black female. And it really doesn't matter how nice we are. It doesn't matter how sweet we are. It's just something about the black female that intimidates people. And you have to be aware of that. And you have to take that into accountability that, hey, you know what? I might be too much for this person. You know, you don't change who you are. You don't change how you operate. But you may change how you deal with that particular person. So that's why it's very important, like I said, and like to be confident. Because you have to do a lot of adapting. And you have to be comfortable with who you are to understand that I can change in this moment, in this second, to accomplish this goal. But it doesn't change who I am. It doesn't change what my core values are, what my boundaries are, what my standards are, because no matter how much I adapt, I still have my core values, boundaries, and standards that I'm still going to adhere to regardless of how this person is. So as long as they don't cross that boundary and as long as they maintain my standards, I can adapt to this person. So don't think that adapting and being versatile is changing who you are. And that's where the confidence comes in. Because you have to be able to know where you stand as a person. And no matter how versatile you are, it's certain things you're not going to do. It's certain things I'm not going to tolerate. There's certain things that I'm going to demand no matter what your personality is. And that's where the confidence comes in. Are you struggling to stay motivated or keeping your team productive? Is your work life plagued with issues and conflicts that you are not equipped to handle? Hi, I'm Tracy Horton. As a certified professional and personal development strategist that has gone through my own experiences as a black female in the criminal justice field and managing people for over 14 years, I can assist you with accomplishing effective resolutions for your problems. If you are interested, you can take advantage of my free 30-minute consultation by sending me a message to hortonstrategistgroup at gmail.com to schedule your appointment. Stay encouraged and remember, experience is our best teacher. Have you put in place the tools and marketing strategies that will drive the revenue and growth outcomes for your business? Are you looking to expand your brand and image nationally and globally? Commercials, podcasting, graphics, and marketing support are just some of the ways we can dress up your business for prime time. We are EliteConversations.com. To learn more about us, Check us out at EliteConversations.com, our website, email us at ecpodcastmedia at gmail.com, or call us at 301-900-5703.
There are many people that need to know about the wonderful products and services you have to offer. Let Elite Conversations help you to get the word out. So when it comes to the intentional races, um, that's still hard to actually call someone a racist, even if they're exhibiting behaviors that make you feel like they may be a racist. But most of the time, they're unapologetic. They don't apologize for what they do. They're very blatant in what they do. Um, Sometimes they even take a posture of, and you better not say nothing about it, because if you say something about it, I'll make your life miserable in that mindset. And that comes back to the control factor of where they think that they're above and you're beneath. So you don't have a voice. You don't have a right to speak. You don't have a right to have an opinion. You don't have a right to anything. Just do as I say, and you better do it nicely because if you give me any type of pushback, it's going to be a problem. So they're usually repeat offenders, no matter how you com- you how much you communicate with them that what they're doing you don't like and you would like to be treated differently, they don't care. They're still going to do it the way they want to do it. But that doesn't necessarily make them a racist. They may just be a narcissist or a sociopath. So that's why the rule of thumb is it has to be the same level at the same doing the same situation where you're being treated different because racism and discrimination is so hard to prove because someone that is always trying to put you down or saying negative things about you doesn't necessarily make them a racist. They could just have a narcissistic personality or a sociopath or a psychopath. They could just have a personality disorder. It's so many things that could excuse away a behavior so deal with the behavior without necessarily labeling somebody a racist just deal with the behavior and don't even allow the racist to get into it just deal with the behavior because most of the time if they've been there for a long time then their behavior is being tolerated But when you use that word racist, it sets off bells and whistles and put people on the defense. It puts people on the defense and it puts the organization on the defense. But if you just deal with the behavior without labeling that this is done to me because I'm a black female, then as long as you dealing with the behavior on that level and not labeling it as a racial situation, You leave that out as long as you can because you're going to set off a firestorm of situations and incidents that don't need to take place because you do want to resolve it on every level without bringing race into it. Race is the last thing because if you've tried everything else and nothing has worked, then at some point they have to explain what issue do you have with this person if I'm if you're doing your job you come into work you're polite you're professional you're doing everything that you're supposed to be doing you're handling good work and they still poking 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 then 
after you've done everything you can, you went to mediation, you went to um, conflict resolution, you had meetings, you had sit downs, you had everything that you could have, and it's still an issue, then your last resort is it can't be anything else but because I'm a black female. But that should not be the first thing that comes out of your mouth because there's so many other things that it can be before it's that. That should be the last resort. That should be the last statement that comes out of your mouth. That should not be the first thing that comes out of your mouth. And we cannot leave out black on black racism. Now, to be honest with you, I have worked in a male dominated um, white um, profession for many years. And I can tell you that I got more stress and aggravation from black people than I did with white people. Now, I've learned that white people will not do anything to help you, but they don't come after you. Now, they're not going to, they're not going to, well, not, and this is not a blanket statement for all white people. Let's get that clear. This is not a blanket statement for all white people because there are some very good, supportive, will will help you get to any level you want to go to. There are great people out there. So, this is not a blanket statement for all white people. This is where it pertains. This this is the conversation for where it pertains and not a blanket statement. So if you happen to work with someone that you think may not particularly like black people or black women, they most likely will not do anything to hurt you but they won't do anything to help you either. But if you give them the ammunition to hurt you, they may use it. Now, on the other hand, I had more black people come for my job, come for my position, try to get me demoted, refuse me training, refuse me positions, made stories up about me, lied on me, from black people than white people. I can honestly say that. So just because <laughs> we're the same color don't necessarily mean that they're an ally. So you have to be very careful of dealing with certain black people on the job also because they're envious, they're jealous, they have that mindset that there's only room for one of us at the top. And they will do anything in their power to make sure that they're the one that get there. And that's no longer the case. There's opportunity for everybody. You just have to work hard and get there. So, but there's still a lot of black people that have that mentality that there's only room for one. And the things that they will do to maintain it and to get there is so malicious and devious that you have to be aware of that. And again, this is not a blanket statement for all black people because we have come a long way. We have come a long way in support of one another and really depending on one another to get ahead and to build and to grow as a people. We've come together more where there's more camaraderie and with people that you don't even know. So we have come a long way and there are some good 
black people out there that will do everything in their power to get you to where you need to go and, and look out for you. But there's those little little ones in there in the organization. It's not the masses. It's just one or two sprinkled around that has that mentality. And when you're trying to survive the workforce, you have to be aware of that. And you have to be able to identify who those people are and navigate around them instead of trying to go through them. Because the the level of manipulation and is unreal. But most, you know, but that's not everybody. But it's something that you do need to be aware of. That sometimes the one that you think is your friend will stab you in the back too. But you have to network and you have to communicate. And if you carry yourself at a certain level and you don't indulge in certain behaviors and you don't disclose certain things, then you will be safe in the workplace. Because, again, it goes back to if you don't give them ammunition to use against you, they can't. And that goes with white people and black people. There's no discrimination there. It's across the board for everybody. If you don't give them any ammunition, there's nothing that they can use against you. But you must be aware that it does go on and it happens in the workplace. So again, I'm going to wrap this up. We're getting down to the last two. But if you have any questions or if you want to share any stories that you have concerning anything that we've talked about, you can email it to me at take my life to 10, the number 10 at gmail.com. I wish y'all all a good evening. Enjoy the rest of your week and I will see you next week. Good night.